You're listening to Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don. GMAD. Don is a pastor with 40 years experience. And Alex is just as curious as you are. We look at the most important and interesting questions about the Bible and Christian faith. So let's talk about it. Pastor Don. Good morning, Alex. How are you doing? So far, so good. Good. So you hit good. me with that first question, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. And actually, the first question this time is actually we're going to review something from a few episodes ago, maybe two or three episodes ago, when we talked about, you know, God's pronouns. Oh, is okay. God a male? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we jump into that. But just thanks, everyone, for joining us again today for another episode. Love these questions. Love the discussion. Keep them coming. Yeah. Yep. You can find all this stuff also. I never say this, but if you're watching, you can get it on a podcast and listen to it without having to watch it. So you can do other things while you do, while you listen. Right. Send it doesn't, us matter how, doesn't matter how we dress up then. That's right. right. That's right. That's okay. right. Yeah. I need a haircut. Yep. Yeah. So if you don't really know how to do that, but are interested in it, you know, ask a child <laughs> <laughs> or a teenager or send me a message to, I'm definitely willing to help as well. So the so the question last or few episodes ago was, you know, why do we refer to God as a male, mm-hmm. right? Or as father? And just to touch on what you, what we said was what? What was the answer we kind of gave? Well, or you gave? it was the patriarchal system of mm-hmm. the Old Testament led, led to that. Otherwise, father, you know, was head of the household, was head of the system, uh, the tribal system of the uh, patriarchs. And so it would be normal to have God as male right okay and of course male was created first first according to genesis mm-hmm. so all those things lead us towards that right i thought the most important point made was that it's because jesus said yes my father yeah because otherwise you know i see a lot of the churches at you know at the time why they have or the churches now some of the i mean it's like maybe evangelical or something in that realm saying why not? Everyone back then was patriarchal, right? Mm-hmm. So now we don't have to observe that kind of thing. So we can say God oh. is whoever, <clears throat> which leads into the question from my fourth and fifth grade music teacher. Any oh. guesses? I think I know who that is. Who would that be? Luetta Rop. She said, I watched your latest episode on why we refer to God as Father. Very interesting. I was hoping you'd get, go one question further with that discussion. Is it okay or appropriate to also refer to God as a mother or female? Some hymnals now are changing up words to use that image of God as well. Mm. If you didn't, mm. if you're listening, there's a little cringe there that came to yeah. Don's corner of his mouth. I think... I think Okay, so you could attribute some things, especially the nurture that yeah. God has, to to a more female. Yes. Those are female attributes, although some guys do that too now. Mm-hmm. What I guess the danger that I see in doing that is then, okay, this is my beef. This is my beef, Okay, and I will set on this beef. When we start changing text that comes from Scripture, we start down a very dangerous road, Mm -hmm. then, well, okay, if I change this little piece, then why can't I change this piece? And then why can't I change this piece? And, and, you know, I'm sort of a stickler on accuracy. Mm -hmm. And that's why when we talk versions of the Bible, I, I, I have my favorite versions, ones for reading and ones for technical 
sure. excellence and uh, in translation. And so when you start changing those ancient pronouns, why not change the verbs? Right. Maybe change the participles. Yeah. Uh, and that begins to change the whole context. Yep. So I guess I, I'm, I'm going to say that I'd rather stay with the, the way the Bible's written. Right. And not mess with the pronouns. Mm-hmm. And it's less out of saying, well, God doesn't have the attributes of a, of a lady. In reality, God is so much more than male or female. Right. That it boils down to, well, I got to call him something. Right. I got to call this deity that I worship something. And so I'm going to err towards the male right. pronouns because the text mm-hmm. moves towards male pronouns. And that's why I have a, a beef about when we're reflecting scripture in hymns, then it should reflect the scripture translation. Yeah. And so I, I guess if it's act, it's a, if it's a move of gender equality, then don't do it. Yeah. I mean, it's the wrong Mm name. We're, we're reading a human, our secular humanism back into the Bible. Right. We need to go back to the Bible, stay with it. And, and I'd say go back to the oldest translation, the best translation you can find, and and make sure you're using it. Yep. So you might use the ESV in your Bible study because of its accuracy. Right. But it does not read no. very nice. No, so I still use the NIV 1984 yep. version. I don't use anything newer than the 84. Yep. And that's, that's Don. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. I flip. So on my phone, that's the Bible I use. So that's exactly what I do. I don't have the 1984 in the phone because the app doesn't you can't get it anymore. Supply it, yeah. right? But I'll start with that, and then if I'm like, oh, that was kind of weird, and I'll flip to something. I'll flip back to the ESV, mm-hmm. and I just go in between those two. I think, and, it, and I, I, I will vouch for the the accuracy of the ESV is is very good. Mm-hmm. Not in flaw, without flaw, but. Right. It's very good. Well, I think that's kind of speaks to the point you were trying to make is is that don't change it. Stop stop changing the Bible to fit something. Just leave it the way it is with with any sort of flaw you think it might have and let that lead to a discussion. Right. But don't change it. Don't put something in there that's not there. And I think you know there's kind of a gray area there where every translation is doing that. It is. But we're trying to be is, accurate. What bugs me is it's doing it to pre- please a crowd. Right. And the word of God is to be used by the Holy Spirit to change us right. towards what God has intended yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. It, we aren't to be changing it. No. The word of God is to be changing us. Mm-hmm. And so I really, oh boy, if you want to get me hot, this is a subject to get going on. I feel like that was the yeah. that was your last, uh, that was in your sermon, wasn't it? Last <laughs> week, a little bit, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Come along with me, God. No, yeah. that's not yeah. how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be going along with the plan of it. So, yeah, you said that, you know, there are the, the idea of like God the mother comes with, you know, gender equality. But there's like the why it's come that is because there's, you know, the, this part of culture that wants that says, oh, there's there's so much inequality among gender between males and females. And you know, God, in the eyes of God, we are both equal, right? But we, yet we are to play complementary roles. And so that's why we're saying, that's why Jesus called God the Father, mm-hmm. leader, because that's what God's word is wanting, is the male to have that headship. Now, 
do you, would you say there's no deviation from that at all? That every home, the male should be the headship? I think we've talked about this before. I, yeah, I go that direction. Okay, what about Deborah? Well, but where was Deborah working out of? She was working in a situation where the men were not stepping up to their role. Right. Even the military male mm-hmm. was not willing to step up to his role and fulfill it. No prophets had stepped up or were able to be used by God to be prophetic. Mm-hmm. So every, it's just like that famous phrase in the judges, every man was doing what was right in his own eyes. Right. Well, where are we today? Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing what's right in their own eyes. The problem is, and, and I, I, we're going to get fan mail or not fan mail on this, yeah. but the problem with even the subject of gender equality is why? Is that what the Gospels are calling for? Is that what the Bible's calling for? We're spending so much time on the secondary issues right. that the primary issue of getting the Gospel out to people is falling by the way. Mm-hmm. So I have a, yeah, our, our women are doing a wonderful job in the church. Yeah. They're doing a wonderful job in our homes. We need to support them in every way possible. But we also need to step up the, to the base guys and do what the Bible's calling us to do mm-hmm. as men. Otherwise, then women do have to make up for what we're not getting done. Yeah. And that's what happened for Deborah. Yeah. Guys weren't stepping up as prophets, and they weren't stepping up even in the military. Yeah. And the guy says, well, I won't do this unless you go with me. And right. Deborah makes it very plain. Well, the victory in this sense will be this woman's. because, yeah. And boy, if you don't think that was humbling for that general to end up Oh, mm-hmm. it is a, how do you say, uh, a, a, a documentary, sure. a little small documentary on what we guys need to be doing is stepping up Oh yeah, and, and taking care of our ladies, take care of, acknowledge their, their importance in the church mm-hmm. and the, and in all that we're doing and, and then do our part. Yeah. So they're not having to make up so much of it yeah. and do so much of it. Yeah, I think a lot of people would, the criticism of what you're saying is you, you they would hear the uh, put the women in their place argument, and that's not what is being said. No, it's an invitation. Come alongside. Let's keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. That means the guys have to get a step ahead. Right, right. And, and we have put other things in its place. Mm-hmm. The, the spiritual life in our homes, the spiritual life in our families. I, I confess I've done the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm a spiritual leader. Yeah, I did do some you know some digging on this a little bit. So there are plenty of verses where God describes Himself in motherly terms. He mm-hmm. doesn't refer to Himself as mother, but just from this website, Hosea eleven three through four, Deuteronomy thirty two eighteen. Those ringing a bell for you? Yeah, those attributes are God's, and yep. and that's why you can't pour Him into a holy male role because he carries those along, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. It's just the opposite of what we do. Right. I mean, we're asking the women to make up for what we guys aren't doing right? in our role. Mm -hmm. And here we're pouring God into one vat and saying, you've got to be either male or female. And he's neither, he's both. And so, yeah, it's just the opposite of what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. I have a few more things. Oh, I thought it was interesting. You know, it's not like the Bible. What we're asking here is like the Bible is referring to God as man and woman. No, it's father 
and then mm-hmm. motherly. He doesn't refer to himself, and no one calls him mother, but he, re- you know, refers to himself in motherly terms. It's like Isaiah sixty six as one as one whom his mother comforts. So I will comfort you, and shall be comforted in Jerusalem. So, mm-hmm. so that he's basically giving. We're giving him all the aspects. Or no, we're not giving him. We're recognizing all the good aspects of mother and father. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most important thing to kind of focus on. Yeah. And I think when Jesus cries over Jerusalem, he says, oh, which, if you would come up to be like a, uh, I, I would gather you unto myself like a hen gathers her chick. Yeah. And, you know, that protective mm-hmm. role of a mother taking care of yeah. her young. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what Jesus wants to do with the church. Right, exactly. Like we won't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One more question that pertains to this, too. Oh, why don't we refer to Satan as she? Well, he doesn't. Yeah, that wouldn't fit either. Because that's weird, right? Because we don't call, he's never referred to as a father. Well, I guess the father of darkness or, or yeah. death. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. But that's, yeah. you know, those are male pronouns mm-hmm. in the text as well. Yeah. So if they're comfortable with, one and not the other, then we need to blur them both up, I guess. Right. That makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. Because he's the one that is the leadership of the of everything bad. Darkness. Darkness, Underworld. evil, death, yeah. destruction. And we don't assign good fatherly aspects to Satan, do we? No. No. Yeah, because resist the devil and she shall flee from you sounds strange. <laughs> Well, just like all those scriptures we put in our memory and they change the pronouns all of a sudden. <laughs> it, it feels weird, but yeah, it feels I mean, weird. it's yeah. a good point. Uh, it just, yeah. My my bottom line of my, of this discussion for me is the text reads a certain way. Let's make sure we get as close to the, the source text as we possibly can and mm-hmm. read it for what it says. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's the important part. Yeah. And the, the male, female, well, let's read into it. Yeah. I agree. That's, yeah. All right. All right. I hope that satisfies that question a little bit more. I know that was kind of a popular video that we did, and I made a few short videos off of it that got some pretty good engagement off of that as well. Because, yeah, it it is interesting. And honestly, I'd never thought of that question before. And after listening to you and doing some digging, I was like, oh, you know what? This goes a lot deeper. It is. And if you look at it on the surface level, Man, you can get lost. And that is, it's an easy, it's a very easy path for deception. Very subtle. And uh, boy, mm-hmm. you see the things that, you know, we don't really like about culture. And it, those little pieces of deception in there are, is, that's a good path for easily used, profitable for that. So if we, I hope we got all that answered too. So if we didn't, Luetta, send us a question yeah, too. If um, you're offended, you. Send us a question back. Oh, and, and we'll also work at that. Send me the if you have the uh, links or articles or whatever, or maybe some hymns that are getting changed because oh I'd like my. to check them out. Because it might just be that you know they're not calling God Mother, but they're just saying those you know motherly aspects, those good qualities that a mother has. You know, no, I, yeah, I think I, I I know some of the ones Luetta is referring to. Okay, it's pretty blatant on the. Oh, I see. The, yeah, it's not fun. Oh, okay. Well then, there's been churches not by the hymnals for that very reason. Oh, interesting. It, it's do you know like what anything more about it, or uh, do you feel like you're throwing a churches I, under the bus or something? It, or? it it was a denominational move. Okay, 
And so it wasn't solely done by the authors. Of Which the denomination? It was a Anabaptist group. Okay. That leans very far to the left. Okay. I mean, I guess that's kind of fitting. It's it's charting the same course as many other denominations mm-hmm. have. So yeah, yeah, it's just okay. farther advanced than some. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Will you pray us out, Don? Can do that. Awesome. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love and mercy. We thank you, Lord, for our listeners and their questions, and we value them greatly, Lord. Guide us in our answers, and we pray that the ones we answered today will help somebody in their Christian walk. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for joining us, and we will see you all next week. Lord willing. Bye. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission. Thank you and God bless.